0: Thank you for joining us. We are your hosts, Maxine Trelupe and David Tooney. We welcome you to this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell stories and learn from
1: listening. Maddie Hendrich, welcome to the Share Chair Podcast.
2: <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's awesome. I love
1: it. Uh, I love it because you know I kind of know you. Well, yeah. well. Yeah, I know you as a student and as a friend of one of my daughters, Mm -hmm. and so that's really cool, but I'd love you to maybe introduce yourself to the uh, audience a bit, so just who are you, some things that you're into and stuff before we really get rolling.
2: Yeah, um, I'm Madeline Handrich, or Maddie, as most people know me. I'm a senior right now. I've been at Spring Lake since first grade. I'm a cast captain right now. I've been doing theater for as long as I can remember, so it's like big in my life and that's a lot of what people know of me I've been in choir for forever (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) choir and theater since forever uh and a senior so you're already think are you dreaming about a year from now yeah how's that how's that in your life or is that a stressor or is it exciting or it's
2: Half and half. It's definitely a stressor because right now is, like, application season. I'm trying to get things done, common app. I don't think I'm far enough along in that, but I'm getting there. But um, I'm definitely excited for it. I'm ready to move on and get to another chapter in my life, I guess. I'm kind of done with high school. I've I, I've loved it. I've had a great experience in high school. I haven't been, like, bullied or pushed into lockers or anything. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm just excited to have a new change of pace, I yeah. guess.
1: Yeah, cool. Um, so you said early on. I think most people know me probably as a singer or performer. I mean, I'd love to get into that a bit, but does that bother you? Like, like you know, does it, or is it? Does it feel nice to be known for <laughs> for <laughs> something? I mean, I don't know. How does that feel? Like, oh, people kind of know me as a performer or whatever. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's not a bad thing. I'm not ashamed to be a theater kid or anything. It's definitely not like the coolest thing in the world (laughs) and it's not it's (laughs) totally awesome oh yeah we're all really 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 cool um (laughs) (laughs) no i it's just kind of a shift because i've played sports for most of my life as well as being in theater and because of high school theater i had to quit those sports so it's just a different group of people i guess and like i'm not ashamed to be known as a a performer a singer an actor I think it's cool I yeah. really do but um, yeah and I think it helps because I think I'm good at it mm-hmm. <laughs> I mm-hmm. really do take pride in the work that I do with the theater so I think I don't know like I'm not ashamed to be in it yeah and as heavily in it as I am
1: yeah cool so what are what have been some uh, great roles well I'll, I'll tell you for me I mean you know very memorably um, you were in Chicago <laughs> as Velma, um, last year with Max, yeah. uh, you know, who played a great Billy Flynn. And so was that, does that top it for you or did do other shows sort of speak more to you and, and all that?
2: It was definitely my favorite role, but, um, I think cause I just had the most fun with it and I felt like I fit it very well and it fit me. So I think the casting for that was my favorite, but my favorite like cast, like as in like the group of people, would be Beauty and the Beast, because I feel like everyone just got along, and it was nice, and I, it was in my sophomore year, so it was a good like introduction to this is what theater is when you're not a scared freshman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah what, what do you, like, why so, or what do you mean? You're saying about, about oh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, um. so, I mean, in past years of theater, and I'm sorry to anyone listening to this, um, there were some less healthy casts.
2: Oh, yeah. There was oh, definitely
0: yeah. some clash in between the different actors, and since pretty much we were freshmen, there's never been, like, a horribly awful mm-hmm. cast. Like, there's been things, but, like, yeah, not, there's, there's been, been like, the, one
2: or two yeah. off people, but other than that... No
0: toxicity, been. really, yeah. and so Beauty and the Peace was just... We just had fun. There was mm-hmm. no... The biggest issue was just Owen getting punched in the face. And that wasn't <laughs> even that bad. So Yeah, no, that was
2: fine. Owen's no fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Punching. I, I remember this. Yeah. This was when, for people listening, this was uh, when uh, Gaston, like... Punches takes LeFou. A, takes a punch to mm-hmm. But one night, they actually, like, hit. Oh, yep, yeah.
0: Brady didn't have his glasses. So, mm-hmm. during the windup, no one wham. It was... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was so funny. I was sitting backstage because I wasn't in that uh, number. And I was sitting backstage, like sweating buckets and just like stressing out about my next scene. And Owen runs past me and he says, My nose is bleeding. And I didn't know what happened until the end of the show after Bows. I was just confused the whole time. I didn't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I. Yeah, yeah
0: i remember um i was backstage left during that and we know we had the um plastic like see through masks from yeah, covid on yeah. and that magnified the sound in the mm-hmm. um microphone it sounded very cartoonish oh, like no. a looney tunes thwap and so i'm backstage and i comment to one of our stage managers oh i didn't know we added a sound effect and, and they go i didn't know either and so i just went about my business and go oh that was a cool sound effect And he's like i got punched in the face. <laughs> he hit
1: me He oh hit me. Yeah, uh yeah something. um can you actually, I, I think it is kind of interesting to talk about some of that toxicity mm-hmm. and sometimes when a cast doesn't go, so obviously without names, of course, but, like, <laughs> what does that look like when a cast, so I think it's kind of interesting to know, yeah, sometimes we have yeah. arguments or disagreements oh, yeah. or sometimes it goes poorly. Like, what does that look like um, when it's not going
2: Yeah, well? I know when I first, like, started doing theater with the uh, high school as in like summer theater. And like my first like show show, my first like production, like musical was Lion King mm. and I played grass and it was so fun. I was just there <laughs> and it was such a good time. But the people that were in charge of that, which now I'm saying this and people know, definitely are knowing who it is, but the people who are in charge of that were not, I don't know how to say this. The we're greatest not like, what they we're did. not the greatest and they yelled at us and it was not a, grand experience so and then for the next two years through summer theater it was the the directors fostered toxicity within the cast it wasn't i don't think that it was the kids that were like choosing to be this way but it was basically the rules were if you got a lead you were cool and if you didn't you were a loser no one talked to you Oh, which kind of sucked but at the same time when i got my first lead in summer theater, I was over the moon. I was like, I people are going to talk to me. The directors are going to talk to me. I'm going to be well-liked. Uh. And thinking back on that, I may have like bred into the like toxicity of the group unintentionally because mm. that was just how everyone acted. And I feel, I don't think I was mean. I just didn't reach out as much as I should have. Mm. And that's very different to what I've heard happened in like Mamma Mia and stuff like oh. that during that I heard was awful that but was not good. we were I was a f- uh in eighth grade at the time so I wasn't in that but uh-huh. hearing about that just sounds dreadful Okay. because there was so much animosity between people who didn't get the lead and people who did did get the lead because like I feel like our cast or at least the people that I've done theater with have realized that it's not our decision who gets the leads it's the directors and they they're gonna choose whoever they feel is yeah the good fit and there's only one yeah lead I yeah. guess there's only mm-hmm. like one Sophia there's only one whoever there's only one yeah like yeah
1: actually um, so you know you can equate this I think to sports this mm-hmm. sounds right like teams have issues of course if somebody mm-hmm. if let's say basketball. You have five starters but then you know that sixth, seventh person feels they're better than the mm-hmm. starting five it, this kind of happens in theater it's actually really interesting when you cast and i'm using a bit of hyperbole here i mean using a little exaggeration but it's like there are only two or three happy people you know mm-hmm. I mean, that's assuming yeah. people want leads which yeah. i know not everybody does but you know there can only be one person in that role mm-hmm. and um yeah it, it takes a special i'd say leadership um from adults mm-hmm. but leadership from um from also other people in the cast mm-hmm. that can sort of heal that quickly heal any of those wounds quickly and move on realizing that like yeah we all need to work together to, yeah. to make the best show possible so it's interesting that you've been a part of that that's gone so so can you speak more so okay I asked about toxicity. What about when it works really well? What is like happening in Beauty and the Beast, for example? Like, what did it take for that to go well?
2: I think that the leads in Beauty and the Beast, like I know, like I was a sophomore and I really wanted Belle, like really bad, because everyone wanted Belle. Like that's such an iconic role that's so fun. And the person who got Belle, just happened to be the nicest person you'll ever meet. She's yeah. so lovely and I miss her dreadfully. But um she was there was no like even there was not even a slight the slightest bit of like I'm better than you. I got this role you didn't. It mm-hmm. was we were all just like happy for her because mm-hmm. she's such a genuinely kind person. Mm-hmm. And the casting like it made sense. Like no one was like, "Oh yeah, she she didn't like this person, so they didn't get the role." It was just Oh yeah, yeah, she deserved that role. Okay. And I feel like just that acceptance and knowing the person who played Bell was kinda like made that a better area to be in, I guess. Okay. I don't know how to word so it. So student but.
1: I mean it, it required a student le- leader mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. was humble mm-hmm. uh and gracious, it mm-hmm. sounds like. Um yeah and and it's inevitable that some years the person who gets the lead is not going to be humble or gracious that it it just it's inevitable because you're putting all kinds of people's personalities into different positions and it's pretty pretty interesting Mm -hmm. as a lead maddie may i ask how you've perceived yourself
2: i mean i i've always been really proud of like i've always been really happy to get leads but i always try not to celebrate too much around people that did not get the leads because I know that hurts like I've been in that position like it sucks to have the person next to you that got the lead that you really wanted be like oh my god I'm so happy I can't believe it oh I'm so excited I'm gonna do so great like that hurts so I always try to like not do that around other people like I'll celebrate I'll be proud of myself I'm not ashamed like I'm not I don't ever pull back around other people I just try to limit the celebration and I also try not to complain about things like a lot of lines or having to learn so many dances or whatever around yeah. other people, because that hurts. Yeah. And I know I've, I've done that before oh, and I, I so always feel so bad. Yeah. I always, uh, I always yeah. feel bad because I've done that like one or two times and then I catch myself and I'm like, Oh, ooh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. So I really <laughs> try to limit complaints on my end because that, that sucks. Cause then it's like, Oh, like you're not grateful to be having this opportunity because it really is an opportunity and it's, I'm so grateful for everything I've gotten to do with theater. So it's like my few complaints, I feel like they stick more than my gratitudes. Yeah.
1: There's a term, have you heard it? Servant leadership. Have you heard this mm-hmm. term before? Have you Max heard Don't this think stuff? so. So servant leadership is like, I'm in this leadership role, but no one's going to outwork me. Like mm-hmm. watch me work. So let me be a servant to sort of the ideal Mm -hmm. person in a role, right? So it's Mm -hmm. like, it seems to me like you're doing some servant leadership. Like, I'm not going to complain. I'm just going to keep showing up. Mm -hmm. You need me to show up more, I'll do more. You need me to help with, like, uh, painting the set, I'll be there. That's like, I will be a leader by... Doing what mm-hmm. is expected of me and, and more. It sounds yeah. like you try to fulfill that oh, definitely. sort of servant yeah. leadership. Like, I'm, yes, I have the fortune of being in this major role, but mm-hmm. I'm willing to work.
2: Yeah, like when, like, the audition process is grueling and it's awful and it's stressful and it's, it's horrible, but after that, the work doesn't stop. And I feel like I've seen people have trouble with that. It's like, oh, I got the role, now I can slack. Yeah. That no, <laughs> yeah. Because then the work actually starts. Because yeah. okay, you got it. Now what are you gonna do with it? Yeah,
1: yeah, great. Um, you mentioned earlier uh, like a cast captain that mm-hmm. you're cast captain. Can you talk yes. about? And uh, yes. Max, are you? Yes, I am. Also yeah. a cast captain. So um, can you tell us well, like what what is a cast captain? What's your role? What's your what are you meant to do? Yeah, yeah. what does yeah, that mean? Yeah, definitely.
2: Um, I've been a cast captain since my that. that the beginning of my junior year, and basically we we lead warm ups we're basically like there to facilitate people and keep them like in order and quiet when the directors or the stage managers aren't there too if that makes sense yeah. we're kind of mm-hmm. tell me if I'm like butchering this max but um <laughs> <laughs> I will <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we we're basically there to be. Shay's, or the director's helpers, I guess, were Mm -hmm. there to keep people in line, be people that see problems in the cast and go to her about it. Like, I know I've done that before. Yeah. And so, because Shay can't be everywhere at once, and Michelle can't be everywhere at once, so we're kind of there. And there are things that the directors don't see that we see that we have to tell them about that are problems, because they're not going to be seeing everything. They've got enough on their minds. Of
1: course. Yeah, cool. Um, How about your future? You see this, (laughs) um, you know, we've talked about this personally a -hmm. a little bit. Uh, Where are you at with your music and your performance and dance? I mean, do you see a future in this? Or what are you what are you thinking about for you know yeah that's, the next steps
2: that's the question isn't it yeah. um you, i mean yeah
1: what do you you have all these skills yeah but what do you think about using them
2: i this is ugh, i've been juggling this in my mind since eighth grade so i'm kind of trying to now i have to come to a decision
1: <laughs> well, and I, I yeah i have a take on that actually like I don't know maybe yeah. you, tell me what you're thinking maybe you don't have to make a decision yeah okay
2: right now my plan is go to college for eight years for psychology to become a professor mm-hmm. and I do love that idea I mm-hmm. love I love psychology I love the idea of teaching but in a more professional setting mm-hmm. I I love that idealized idea of that but then there's the eight years of yeah <laughs> school of a lot and yeah. I do enjoy school so I and i do consider myself a scholarly person so I do enjoy like the work that I do but I would be getting a minor in theater because I can't not have theater in my life and right now I see myself like always doing community theater and always participating and I just could never lose that part of myself I guess but I don't see it being my like my career choice but I do have these little fantasies of me like on Broadway and stuff and I do think that I could make it in some way shape or form whether touring groups or whatever yeah I think I think I have the confidence in myself where I could it's just whether or not I am okay with not having the stability of a yeah of a paycheck every month <laughs>
1: <laughs> stability certainty uh, yeah because
2: I, I need that I'm yeah. not a I'm not that kind of person and I think that I mentally couldn't take it. So I think I'm taking my mental state over not my dreams, but like half of my dreams.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just, just to kind of say what I want to say and Uh maybe encourage you is to do your plan and then just have your, instead of being absolutely having blinders Mm -hmm. on, just keep those blinders a little bit open. And if you explore theater, um, as a minor but then something hits something yeah. strikes Just well, there's a little flare of uh, you know somebody notices you like then you can explore that yeah. and um, more and so I, I don't know I think there is like kind of a middle ground mm-hmm. and, and people would argue that no you have to be all in and uh, I guess stay open to opportunities yeah. you know maybe that's yeah. really what it is you know, stay open to those opportunities yeah cool You're in a show right now, and this is gonna publish, let's see, on the 10th of October, and your show is when?
2: 13th, 14th, 15th.
1: Mm -hmm. So, okay, so what do we need? We need to tell people all kinds of things. They can go to the door and get tickets, so Uh they listen right away at publication date. Go to the show on Mm -hmm. the, is that Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so get the tickets. Now, what is the show, who do you play, are you excited? You know, I have lots of questions. Oh, yeah. So, what, yeah, so what's the show? Who do you play?
2: Uh, we're doing "She Kills Monsters: Young Adventurers Edition," mm-hmm. right? Yeah, <laughs> and I play Agnes, who is the she who kills monsters, <laughs> <Okay>. and um, <laughs> and it's about this girl who, well, Agnes, who I play, who I always have trouble explaining it because I always flip flop the names. But um, Agnes loses her sister in a car crash and she realizes that she never knew her sister and she of should have spent more time with her sister while she was there. And she ends up finding her sister's D module. Module. D module. Cool. I don't know D and D but good. he does. I so know, he's great. there. Yeah. Um, uh, she finds Agnes finds her sister's D D module and she decides to play the game and she finds out all this stuff about her sister that she didn't know when She was alive. Okay. Which is like, for my character, it's hard to deal with the fact that you lost out on all this time with a person that you love that you just should have known better. Mm -hmm. And she ends up finding out all this stuff, and it's heartbreaking. And there's a couple moments where it's, there are these heartfelt moments where she's talking to her sister, who's not actually there, Mm -hmm. it's just a figment of her imagination. And Mm -hmm. it's, it kind of, like, breaks the the wall, and then the DM, the dungeon master, is there. And it's like, oh, my God, huh, what are you doing here? Right. Because she's treating this as therapy with her sister. Right. And it's not.
1: <laughs> okay. And it, it's not therapy. Like, what do you...
2: Like, it's... There's a couple lines in the show where it's like, this isn't therapy, where it's not... This is a Dungeons & Dragons game. Dang. It's not a time uh-huh. for you to... Ah, ah. Reconcile your loss with your sister. It's time to fight dragons and okay. magic missiles. <laughs> so you,
1: the play bounces between like the real world yes. and this yeah. uh, mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and you're you're doing this and all throughout the whole play it mm-hmm. does that it bounces around. Yes. Okay. And um, there's the the major theme from what you just told me is dealing with loss. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of premature death yeah. too uh that you know we can lose someone at any time and and so you know hold the relationships dearly mm-hmm. is that am i saying that yeah correctly yeah definitely okay so what would you say are like major what are agnes's like major uh character growth or her arc from it sounds like she starts yeah. as sort of a dis uh Disconnected sister. Oh,
2: definitely. Yeah, she at the beginning. It's it's set in the '90s, so she's very classic, like cheerleader, okay. Dave Matthews, cute haircuts, cranberry CDs. Oh, um, <laughs> oh my
1: God, I have to see this show yeah. even just for those references. Uh, it's so funny that that's historical. Now, yeah, but okay, yeah. I'll historical. accept <laughs> that. Yeah, okay. yeah.
2: Um, she really comes to terms with herself, I guess, because. How I view it, Agnes has put on this face of being an average girl, of being popular and normal, and she's kind of scared of all these weird Dungeons & Dragons things that her sister always likes. Mm -hmm. And, like, she comes to terms with herself and the fact that being nerdy doesn't matter nobody cares. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter whether or not you're popular or a dork. You just have to be yourself and... Be close with the people that love you. I guess. Yeah.
1: Great. Great. Um, I've heard, uh, and and we'll wrap it up soon enough. But mm-hmm. I've heard that there's a bit of controversy around this play. Mm-hmm. One, do you agree? Do you say yeah, a little bit, or, or or am I wrong on that? And uh, and what do you think about? Do, if so, what do you think about being an actor in a play that might hold yeah. a bit of controversy? So. yeah.
2: Well, I know that Puffs in Chicago themselves held their own controversy, yeah. so I've yeah. been through the ringer with that one. But yeah. um, <laughs> this one, there is a... not. It's, she's not overtly gay, but there are... She doesn't know yet. She's figuring okay. it out. And there's a gay character. Okay. And a lot of people do have problems with that. But when they when they reference the show they always bring up oh yeah gay show there's a gay character it's a gay show it's not it's not about that it's about not knowing that someone you loved was gay or questioning or uh-huh. didn't weren't comfortable with themselves and you didn't know it okay and that's that's the root of the whole controversy i believe cuz that's what i've heard people have problems with okay and yeah
1: Okay, so it's like, to you, it's like, it's a character mm-hmm. yeah. who is questioning. Yeah. Okay, and that's and it, that's referenced or that's spoken yes. about? Mm-hmm. Is, that, yeah. is that kind yes. of the extent of it?
2: Um, it is, yeah, it's referenced, it's talked about. There are a couple scenes that are centered on, like, like there's one scene where my character finds the girl that my dead sister, who's questioning, likes, and... I kind of lose it cuz okay. I'm like, "Oh my god, you guys were dating. Oh my god. Like yeah. like you're you're gay, but I <laughs> the characters okay. like still questioning and I'm my character is like yelling at her because my character wants a final answer. She wants to know like I she wants to know something concrete about her sister. Yeah. And she just doesn't because is that ever concrete or at least like is sexual preference ever really concrete it's fluctuating it changes people can question as long as they want and you don't need an answer Mm. and i guess my dead sister in the show doesn't for sure know and that's fine because she was young she was like what was it like 13 yeah freshman and i want this answer from her that's just not there because yeah
1: because she passed away yeah right (laughs) right uh Anything, Max, that you are um, thinking yeah. about? Or that you're,
0: yeah. So we've alluded to this a bit in previous episodes where, you know, like Tina, we've talked about the show. Mm. Um, so in terms of like this show itself, um, we've heard that there are some new aspects to the, all the acting itself in terms of combat and things like oh, that. Yeah. So if yeah. you would like to elaborate on that, we've kind of been waiting for a more theater-related podcast to talk about
2: it. Yeah, okay. Um, there, There's a lot of stage combat. Cool. In this show, because it's she kills monsters, there has to be fighting to kill things, monsters. <laughs> um, and we have a fight choreographer from MCC, correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's been coming in like twice a week, a couple times a week to help us with awesome. making the choreography safe and look good. I hope yeah. it looks good. I've always been seeing it from like my point of view, I don't know how <laughs> it looks from the house, but yeah, it, I, it, I think it's really cool. It's a really unique experience for me because I've never done anything like this before and it's we're using these like fake swords and like kicking and falling we learned we had a whole day where we learned how to fall correctly which I thought was kind of funny um and yeah I it's really unique it's really fun I think it I think it looks good uh yeah <laughs> what an educational oh, experience yeah. oh yeah. how cool oh, yeah.
1: that you know in your time at in spring like theater you've sing you dance yeah. you act you fight you mm-hmm. i don't know what else mm-hmm. uh you yeah. do you you paint you yeah. build you wow what a yeah. what a, I, you know yeah i'm a bit biased here i i suppose but it's the reason i think that theater is the best art oh definitely because 100%. it includes oh yeah <laughs> all the arts it's got it all yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so
2: and theater gets a bad rap because like it's not a sport yeah why does it, it it's bad? not no. a it's sport, not a sport but like we we work so hard and i feel like that that goes underappreciated like yesterday we had a six hour rehearsal yeah wow which was a lot and we were doing stuff like the whole time we had an hour break to like eat (laughs) yeah but it's a lot and people we get a bad rap just because it's nerdy (laughs) it's weird okay we're playing pretend for fun or whatever but Mm -hmm. i think it's it's so much more than that it's it's a lot like my muscles hurt after some of our of rehearsals with the fighting and I've got bruises on my knees cause I do not fall correctly and I should be, but <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of fall. Uh, I'm, I'm working it out. I'm working it out. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> like it's not, it's not as easy or as light and breezy as people see it as, Huh. I guess it's a lot. It's yeah, a, it is a, a lot. Yeah. There's mm-hmm.
1: a mist That's a, the that, that people aren't seeing the work. There's some oh, yeah. disconnect there because, yeah, what a shame! What a shame! Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I know the work that gets put in. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot. Quite intense. Yeah. Max, could you d- ask the final? I question? would love to ask the final question.
0: So, Maddie, it's a bit of a tradition on our on the Share Chair podcast. Oh, I'm nervous. When, okay. <laughs> every time an episode comes to the end, there's a question we ask. So now it's your turn to be asked. If you would give everybody listening one piece of advice, oh. what would that be?
2: Oh, goodness. Okay. I live by this. It's written on my mirror right now. I read it in a philosophy book that I am forgetting the name of, which is not good, but it is this moment is as it should be because the entire universe is as it should be. And I feel like that has helped me find a lot of peace in my life because whatever is happening, no matter what's out of control, like the universe has it covered, I guess, like things happen because they happen. And you can't always do things about it. So I guess just like let it be.
1: It's <laughs> a pretty good song about that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As, mm. it <laughs> yep. As it turns out. Yeah. Um, awesome, Maddie. Thank you so much yeah, uh, for, uh, for you being very much. on the podcast and break a leg. Oh,
2: thanks.
0: <laughs> That's it for this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast. Follow us at Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Twitter at the Share Chair, and be sure to listen on our Spotify and SoundCloud or on our website, thesharedchairpodcast.com. This has been the Share
2: Podcast. Until next time.